0: Is cracking y'all. Welcome to the Chosen Ones. I'm your host, Joseph Richard Powell. I will be interviewing incredible human beings who are making an impact, living a life they love, and are hella good at what they do. From base camp to the peak of success, we are closing the gap between life barely lived to life on fire. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chosen Ones. This is going to be a good one. You are in for a treat. I have Kaim on the show today. He is based out of New Jersey and we have some pretty interesting things to talk about that I'm very passionate about myself and, and really looking forward to it. I have to put a quick disclaimer out here. And even for you, Kaim usually it's, it's 10 AM and usually I'm up at 5 AM and I do a, you know, I go for a walk and I do a workout and I'm, and I'm ready to rock and roll today. I legit, like I, my week has been chaos. I, uh, yeah. I rolled it. I just been running with my hair straight back all week, and then I just <laughs> crashed last night at about midnight. And I rolled out of bed at nine today and pretty much jumped on the mic here. But I feel incredible.
1: Yeah. It's all good, man. <laughs> but I, I, always... I
0: can I can hear it in my voice. It's like I'm not kind of like I'm still have, having my coffee and whatnot. But uh, I must have needed it because yeah. I feel incredible. But uh, full disclosure, <laughs>
1: that's good. That's good that you feel incredible, though. Yeah,
0: for that's sure. All that's that's I a, yeah. Sleep is important. So, yep. Kaim is on the show here. The reason I've asked him to come on is, as a lot of my listeners and followers know, I'm a, a keener, I'm a coach, but I'm also quite passionate about other things like volunteering and activism and making a positive impact in the world is, is kind of the the key ingredient I look for of inviting people on my show and people who are enjoying their life and making a difference and, and making an impact. And when I saw what you were up to, uh, I know it took us a while to, to connect to get you on here. I'm glad we did because as soon as I saw what you were doing I knew that I had to get you on it and discuss this with you. So it. for everyone to know, Kaim is the creator of a new app, which is called the Bear Witness app. And I'm going to let you explain a little bit how it all came about, but I can just imagine as most of us, you know, with what's happened in the past year alone, something needs to change and we need to do something different. And we need to take it upon ourselves to do these things. We can't just sit back and say, this is broken and someone needs to fix it. We need to take responsibility for the change we want to see. And I'm really appreciative of you because you did exactly that. And, yeah, I'm not going to ramble here the whole show. I'll give you a chance here. So why don't you, uh, first of all, if you don't mind, let us know, including myself, exactly what the Bear Witness app is. And then later I'm going to mm-hmm. bug you a little bit about your own story
1: and who you are also. Okay, sounds good. So, again, I'm Kaim White. I created the Bear Witness app. It is bare, hmm, how can I put it? it I'll, I'll start with the acronym, uh, cause a lot of people don't realize it's an acronym. Um, I didn't even know. Here we go. Witness. Yeah. <laughs> so it's by, it's bystanders exercising American rights. That's what I came up with. That was like the breakdown of it. And the right to basically just, you know, bear witness to police activity in our communities and things of that nature, any type of uh, interaction with law enforcement, that, you know, we should have the right to just make sure that we're holding both sides accountable, along with the people that are, you know, possibly being apprehended in these situations as well. But, you know, the reason why I was uh, adamant about creating something like this around the time when George Floyd and Breonna Taylor situations happened I just kind of felt like, you know, those are situations where, you know, individuals shouldn't have died. And a lot of situations are like that. So we just kind of wanted to create something that was more of a preventability mechanism that would allow us to get in front of, you know, the whole justice thing, not trying to fight for justice once somebody's already gone and their family can no longer get them back. Just hopefully be able to create a presence on every, you know, scene in these incidents uh, around the country that, you know, we can just help impact and hold each other accountable, and just something. I just felt like it was something necessary. And I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm somewhat of a creative guy. So, you know, my brain started working in a creative way and I, you know, the marketing and branding part just came to me naturally, the color scheme and everything like that. And then we had to make sense of it, uh, the functionality and making sure everything ran perfectly. So that's how I got started with it when that situation happened. So it hasn't been out. I, I didn't work on it very long. It's been uh probably under a year. Yeah, it's been under a year since I even had the idea. So now we're we're completely live and launched. And that's where we
0: are now, nice man it's yeah it's it's incredible. and I love the idea of just bringing together people who are passionate about change and making the world a better place and using the skills that we have to do that. So if you're a creative person Absolutely. you know how to do that, someone like Sean King, for example, which is where I saw your article originally, someone who has mm-hmm. that platform and that voice is doing their part. like we all need to kind of be coming together and and doing our thing. and I know when you reached out to me originally. You mentioned, you know, we haven't launched this in Canada yet. This is, a, you know, we're just in the states, but we're sitting over here, and we, we have the exact same problems. We're dealing with the exact same stuff going on here, and it's not about what's going on over there and them and us. It's a like this is a, a human rights and a civil rights problem, and we're, you know, we are all one. It's all one love. So Absolutely. when I see what happens over there, I'm as passionate about it as my fellow human being as anyone. So it's never really occurred to me. Some people have kind of mentioned, you know, we have our own problems here and sure we do, but I'm still very vocal on both parts because, you know, if we create change in one area, we create change everywhere in a lot of cases. And I know there's some powerful movements that started in the States and qualified immunity has been a big movement that's happening over there. And, and I reached out to them and, I said, "Hey, like, I just want to get involved, however I can." And I was asking them about the whole qualified immunity situation. If we even have that here in Canada, And they say, "Actually, we don't. We don't really know much about it." So I researched it, and we do have the same problem. We have the same rule here, um, which, for anyone who doesn't know, is essentially the thing that that makes it impossible to sue an officer for for, for anything. And just to clarify, and I know I don't need to say this, but you know, there are good cops out there. This is about holding accountability to the ones that aren't so that we can actually respect and appreciate the good ones again because right now Absolutely. there's such a such a blurred line. So this isn't a thing of you know, we're coming after you. This is about just make, making things right and, and you know, holding respect and, and holding accountability is the number one thing. But anyways, with that and qualified immunity, I realized that there's no one running that here in Canada. So I actually reached out to them and spoke with them and decided that I'm going to be spearheading that movement here as well because, yeah, because it's the same thing. So, and you know, we all need to work together and any resources that we're learning over there and we're going to, and we're going to do the same here. So, you know, even if you're doing it in the States to bring awareness to what you're doing is, is so important. And we are dealing with the exact same problems here in Vancouver and here in Canada. It's a, it's a massive issue. And, you know, (laughs) some of these big, large movements that were involved with storming the Capitol and whatnot. I mean, a lot of those people involved, Proud Boys, and a lot of these things are based out of Canada. So it's like, we can't sit here and be like, what's going on over there? Like, we are just as much in this as anyone, and we need to work together. And it's all about, I hate how it's a term of that we're activists, when essentially it's just, no, we just believe in fellow human rights and basic rights of other people. Like, why am I a 1% of the people for being passionate about this subject?
1: (laughs) You know, it it, shouldn't even uh, have to be. A thing, you know what I mean? Totally. Should be like you said, yeah, basic human and civil rights. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's enlightening to me though that you touched on that because I wasn't aware of the climate in Canada like that. You know, I didn't, I didn't know much. So that's that's enlightening and that's helping me become more aware of that. So and like you said, it is not you guys sitting over there and we just dealing with our own problems, and we sitting over here and you dealing with your own problems. We are one, no matter where we are in this world. To be honest, you know it, it. people should be, should have the fair right to have a good life. You know what I mean? They should have a fair chance to have a good life. So you're right on point with that one.
0: Absolutely. And it's about coming together and and seeing what works and changing the things that are, that are not working in our system. And if we can do that, then we kind of share those resources and, I mean, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because I grew up in just on the on the border of Detroit. I have some good good friends from the states that I grew up with my whole life. And I know for most of you over there, you don't know much about us in general, let alone <laughs> right, 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 yeah, we don't have states, we got provinces, you know. Yeah, we are yeah, yeah, yeah. just friendly people that eat poutine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But right. Uh, so tell us a little bit, including myself, what how does the app physically work? What is the app all about? What does it do?
1: Okay. So the functionality of it and um, everything's pretty much clear cut. It's simple. We didn't like, we didn't create it for it to be like some super social tool. We wanted to use it to be resourceful and to have people be able to go in and look at things that, you know, they, they, they can find useful to themselves, whether it be legal representation, mental health services. Um, we want to be able to funnel all those different resources in there. But essentially, the way the app is supposed to work is, you know, say you, you know, you have an encounter with law enforcement and you feel like, even if you don't feel like you know at this point you, you never know where to can escalate to but you just want some type of witness support or you know support from your community there's a button the alert button that will send out an alert to any subscriber in your area depending on the radius cuz we it's it's supposed to be like immediate impact so I'm not going to send a you know a alert to someone who's in Pennsylvania if I'm in New Jersey because they won't ever they won't get it just doesn't make sense right mm-hmm. so people in your area no matter where you are so even if you do go to you know Detroit and there's people that's subscribed all around Detroit and you send that alert out, they'll get that alert. Even if you're from New Jersey, you're now in Detroit and they will you'll be connected to those people in those areas. So they come out and you are prompt with the um, option to record immediately. If you go to straight recording and it it's still sent out an alert. So and that's all it essentially really is to get people and people will be uh, prompted with your location and that will take them to their GPS and they'll be able to come to your exact location where you are and, you know, offer their witness support and things like that. And they can put in notes, description notes of the incident, you know, officer badge numbers and things like that just to give other fellow bears that might be on their way in pursuit to, you know, that incident. Just an idea of what's going on in the climate of the situation. So that's essentially what it is right there. It's like on-site protesting rather than waiting until somebody gets killed and we show up and then we, you know, we start marching and stuff, which is still important. But, you know, we we want to prevent these things.
0: Man, that is incredible. I'd, I didn't know that that was actually what the basis of it is. And a lot of these times I kind of research and I don't want to learn all of it because I prefer to have mm. the conversation with you like this and share it with everyone. Because if we have it beforehand, then some parts tend to get left out. But So I didn't really know mm. exactly how it worked, but that is incredible. Um, I thought it was simply you know you, you you it's like a recorder on your phone and maybe it goes to somewhere I didn't realize about the resources I didn't realize about the radius that is huge because yeah. that is when you know if you're by yourself and you're outnumbered and it's your word against a, a law officer is good luck to you so the fact Absolutely. that you are bringing in these these witnesses that is really an incredible idea in the sense of who's nearby and I think the key is that is built and that is an incredible thing to use. It's just a matter. Now we got to get people on board. So when these alerts go out, there are people who are going to be coming by and supporting and just simply for me, kind of one of the things that I've been really interested in here in my area is, and in the world in general is there's all of these movements, huge, powerful movements But we need to figure out a way that we can all come together because when our voice becomes one, the the bigger our voice and the louder we are, the more powerful we are. So that's kind of like, it's incredible that we have so many passionate people, but we need to figure out a way to put everyone together because then you can't ignore us. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're doing. And even the fact of having the Bear Witness app of creating that community, once that thing catches fire, as as I'm sure it will, that'll be a great place for everyone to be together of simply just saying – this isn't right, you know, and it, the fact that we have to go to these preventative measures isn't right in the first place. But the reality is this is what it is, and we need to take measures in our own hands to protect ourselves. And Absolutely. that's incredible, man. That is such a great idea. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. It's very new. Um <clears throat> And as all great things, it's probably a very exciting time for you in the building. You're probably running into all kinds of issues, <laughs> as as we yeah, do yeah, yeah. In, the, in the figuring it out. Yeah, to, yeah. It out. How yeah, yeah. how is it so far? Do you have uh, is there kind of like subscribers on board? Do you have people involved with it? Is it picking up traction? How's it going so far?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. We're growing every day. Every day um we're growing. Once we did the uh we did an interview with um the North Star um by Sean King and that helped us out a lot tremendously, you know, cuz he's like that's his, you know, his platform mm-hmm. and a lot of people that actually care and uh um that are for the cause uh are connected to that platform. So that helped us out tremendously. So we've definitely been seeing some growing numbers um and that's what we expect for it to continue to do as we just continue to, you know, just market and promote it. We just know, like that's that's necessary. You got to get it out. We got to get the word out to people to let to make them aware of what we are and what we're trying to do, and um, ultimately just make people feel like, you know, create that trend of not feeling like you're alone. Because I feel like people need to feel like, you know is there actually other people coming outside? I don't want to be the only, you know, person, but you got to look at the, you know, the recent situations and there's always been people on the scenes, but there's never been something that's actually called people to the scene. So, you know what I mean? And as like and as far as a platform goes. So, that's what we're trying to. And in that exact uh, area,
0: that is such a yeah, it is incredible. And for the mo- for the movement and for people who are passionate about this, you know, hopefully you have no problem on getting some of these large platforms, I mean, shout out for Sean, and, and he just cares so much about people that for him to do something like that, and everyone who follows yeah, him, shout is, out yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, just keep getting on those platforms. I can't see anyone saying no to something like that, of, of getting it out there, because it will catch fire, and it will work, it'll be very powerful in large numbers. Yes, thank you. One of the things that I was kind of thinking, because I also... Had the, I was having the same idea as you as what can we do? I'm kind of similar in the sense of of being creative. You definitely took things to to the next level that, than I did. But I was thinking about a, a brief idea at one point because you see these videos. I mean, nowadays with technology and social media, you see these videos live and it's like I watch one and it puts me down for three days because it's just, you know, to see something like that. I mean, the fact that it should do that to everyone because it's just so right. brutal what we're seeing. But takes a tool. Yeah, and some of those you see, and one of the common things, and I think one of the common reasons, or where there's some confusion, and even on the side of an officer's perspective of protecting themselves, there's something that happens in these situations that I feel that is a big problem. And one of those things is, I think someone who, because one of our ways of protecting ourselves, if we're in a situation where we feel like things could go either way, is to record the situation because if it's just your voice versus someone else's good luck, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that means that if someone is in a position where if there's an officer coming up towards them, if they're you know if they're kind of just rolling up in the car or whatever, the first instinct we want to do is we want to grab our device and we want to record the The mm-hmm. issue with doing that is now we're putting our hand in our pocket and mm-hmm. and I can see the side of an officer of saying, okay, this is this isn't good. And it's almost right. like, you, 80% of these stories we're hearing, that's a total random number, but most of these stories mm. we're hearing they were reaching for something and then I've, seen, I've mm. seen some videos in the last six months of the officer rolls up, within five to ten seconds the person's shot. Right. Now, who knows what actually happens, but if the case is the person's reaching in their pocket, probably to grab their phone because all of these people they find later never had a weapon on them. And they're not Earth. even guilty of anything half the time, but they're reaching in their pocket to grab their phone. So there's this issue where, of course, if you're an officer trying to save your own life and you're dealing with this every single day, of course, you are, in it, you have the perspective of, I need to protect myself. And if someone puts their hand in their pocket to grab their phone to to start filming and they think it's a weapon, bad things can happen. Mm-hmm. The thought that I had is I wonder if there is a way, and I, and I don't want to take it to this level, but, you know, they have these cool spy stores where they have, like, you can get those tiny cameras and stuff. But is there a way – and it's just – it's incredible that we need to have this conversation to take things mm. to this level, which is – it's just ridiculous. But a way to film things without having to go in our pocket and get our phone, because as soon as you do that, it's like who knows what's going on at that point. Where it's like right. you can record and maybe people are recording without even having to have their phone and showing it. Where it's mm. like – I think really recording is is the most powerful thing we can do because, I mean, we still have trouble with video footage of, of – in the world of criminal justice, even with that, but at least it's it's right. it's way better than nothing. But I think moving forward is we need to start filming more until change the the real change happens, like ending qualified immunity in these things. But anyways, mm. when I saw what you were doing, that was a I was at that time I was thinking about how is there a way that we can film without being in the position because by the time you want to start filming, it's there's already an officer involved and you don't want to be reaching in your pockets and right. you know it's a totally different idea than what than what you're doing, but I just wanted
1: to yeah. yeah. That's definitely what I can see that being uh useful and impactful too. But again, that's something that has to be created and that and that's what we gotta do. We got to create these things. You know what I mean? Anything that could be a part of the solution, it helps. You know what I mean? Um just to touch on that real quick, um, even like you say, you know, reaching for your phone, I didn't get to mention, but I have we also incorporated something in our app called Bear Tips. So we have like about five Bear Tips. We plan to add more as time goes on. And this is just because we focus on that little short moment that things go wrong. Like you said, within five minutes, people are getting killed. You know, after you know being stopped by officers. So the bear tips are, and we encourage people to read them ahead of time. You know, get familiar with them, so you're not trying to read in the midst of this whole you know <laughs> tense situation. Hold on, sir. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so the five bear tips is the first one is take a deep breath. That's a simple, common mechanism that we want to encourage people to start doing more because. We understand that a lot of people, they get tense as soon as they see law enforcement. They're just like, you know, they have a short tolerance when it comes to dealing. So, like, to be accountable on our end, like, let's take a deep breath. Let's calm ourselves. Let's calm our mind. Let's calm our emotions and control our situations. Second bear tip is try to be as polite as possible. You know what I mean? Don't give the officer a hard time. Don't give him any excuse to, you know, use any excessive force or to inflict harm on you or anyone else. Third bear tip is. Be transparent so if you are going to reach for something make sure you're you're making that known you're being you know very clear about any action that you're about to take or any move or motion that you're about to make and just try to cooperate also our right, number four is um I believe it's educate yourself. So that's what we're going to funnel in those resources. Like when we, you know, when we start connecting with more organizations that already have these resources available, like legal representation and mental health services and things of that nature, we're going to funnel those Um, and, and just knowing your laws based off, you know, what part of the world or country you're in and then alert your fellow bears. Make sure you hit that app because like you said, You know, sometimes you won't be able to be the one recording, but if you could hit a button that alerts people and let them do that while you worry about just making it out of this situation, then, you know, that kind of helps, you know, a little bit with you not having to feel the pressure of feeling like if you reach for your phone, you might get shot or the officer feeling like if you reach for your phone, I feel like my life is in jeopardy. So those are some of the things that we try to incorporate to try to help with that. But we know like every situation is not going to be perfect. Our whole our whole plan is to just try to decrease the amount of times that these things go wrong, you know what I mean. I feel like if we can get people just geared and thinking that way, then we can definitely make an impact, and a lot of these situations will, you know, have a better result at the end. Absolutely, it's
0: and I love what you said about education, and mm-hmm. even for me of learning what our rights are. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. of, the most important is the first the first three that you mentioned of take a mm-hmm. breath, don't don't be you know, lipping off or giving any reason whatsoever. But I think education is so important and we need to take that upon ourselves of what are our rights, when and when are we obligated to have to give ID, when you know, and all of these right. situations. And and it's not to yeah. be, I don't look at it from a perspective of being, trying to be difficult, but we have rights for a reason. And Absolutely. it also shows that we are, we're educated. So when you start having a conversation with an officer, you get pulled over and you start talking from a perspective of knowing your rights, the conversation is going to go much different as, as opposed to if they don't think that they, you know, that you don't know what you're talking about, because they are going to try to 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 get more out of you in that case for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a better way of holding them accountable. So they're not abusing any authority or, you know, your lack of knowledge. They're not abusing that either. So yeah. definitely educating yourself is, is something that I even, you know, aspire to continue to do and to learn more about it's just so, you know, like you said, that's power right there in those type of situations.
0: Yeah, yeah, and knowing like mm-hmm. I just read this, you know, for the first time. It's funny for the. I mean, growing up and it wasn't as big of a, an issue, but like now knowing like I need to protect what my rights are and learning about why we're given these rights in the first place. For the first time in my mm-hmm. entire life, maybe in school I did it once, but I don't think so. But last year I was actually on the government website reading specifically what all my rights are as a human being, and that like the fact that that's something that is never talked about in our lives is interesting. Hopefully, it's because it never needed to be talked about, but now it does. Now it is a mm-hmm. question of we are fighting for these rights, and we're seeing that on a first-case basis all the time. And this... Absolutely. You know, I, I'm an optimistic person. I'm a, I'm a pretty happy guy for the most part, but some days it's very difficult to be a part of this society and this world and what we've created, <sighs> man. It's like... Absolutely. It, it's painful. It's We can't trust our government. We can't trust... Yeah. The people who that we pay to protect us, who are out there to mm-hmm. serve and protect us, it's like, what have we created here, and why is no one wanting to make it better, and or- why is no one's? And I have to be careful here when it, and I've I've done this on past episodes when I get passionate about something because I know people don't share the same views and aren't as passionate about it mm-hmm. as I am, but I'm still mm-hmm. gonna. This is my platform, so I'm going to (laughs) speak how I feel like I need to speak. But, you know, it's I I understand where people come from if they don't get involved in some of these important conversations um, with Black Lives Matter and all the things that happened last year. But I do side on, by being silent, we definitely aren't helping. And Mm -hmm. if you're not saying anything... Part of me does feel like you are saying something. And we because and it's and it's for anyone. And there's a million different situations that we need to be sticking up for each other for where we we have to be brave and use our voice. Like I combine my website, for example, which I just finished recently, but I have my my coaching is kind of on there and it talks a little bit about that. My volunteering and I do youth coaching here as well. And my activism is on there. And I know for sure with my posting on social media. With, you know, Facebook and Instagram, that because I am quite vocal about my activism passion as well, that takes a lot away from if I was just the world's a great place, let's better ourselves. You know, so there I, I'm I'm very aware that by having this voice, you're not a popular person in a lot of cases, even if you're standing up for what's right, because of the controversy oh. involved, even if you are saying, I think people deserve to live, <laughs> the thing right. that everyone thinks, but if you say it there are so many different perspectives in the world that you are creating tension somewhere and it does create no matter what, some, some issues. And so, so I see why people don't necessarily speak up and they don't want to get involved, but I think we need to be brave and we need to say, you know, things are not right. And that's the least we can do. And I've really learned this, this last year of the power of our voice, the power of, protesting and simply just awareness of having the conversation online and sticking up for other people, how powerful that can really be. But then we have absolute rock stars like yourself who are saying, okay, we have that going on. Let's really take these things to the next level and, and design things like you do. But sorry, I kind of went on a bit of a a side, a sidewinder there, but yeah.
1: (laughs) No, it's all valid though, man. That's all valid. And, 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 you know, like you said, the protesting, the petitioning, The marching, all that stuff is very essential because it gets people where, you know, when Ahmaud Arbery got killed, you know, I was listening to one of Sean King's podcasts and he was talking about how he how, you know, he started the petition and he made like it went viral immediately when he had people signing off and calling in, you know, to uh, get these guys charged and things like that. And um, so that's still part of the fight. And. You know, my part that I'm trying to contribute to is the day to day emergencies. You know, like they can't be everywhere, but if we can help make them aware of situations because they want to help everywhere. Like people like Sean Kings and others, powerful organizations and movements, they want to help everywhere, but they can't. They're not aware of every situation everywhere. So if we can, you know, like you said, create that network where we're all on one accord, you know, then we can help just support each other as much as possible. And it's just a better fight for us. You know, a lot of things won't slip through the cracks. of things won't slip through the holes because we'll be just more organized and that's what it's all about is becoming more organized you know and being on one accord so as discouraging as it can be sometimes because they you know the the powers that be are so so powerful you know and and can be so brutal and knock you back down when you take a few steps forward we have no choice but to keep fighting you know so that's what we're here for We have no other option
0: yeah man and it's uh it's just, there. it's something inside of, I think, of a lot of people where you just can't be quiet. It's not like, hey, I, today I'm going to, I feel like, you know, I love talking about anything. And today, this is my topic. It's like, I don't, I, like, I'm not someone who can just, like, so, something, this has clearly been a problem for for many, 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 many years. It always has been a mm-hmm. problem. But last year was just an, an awakening of what's really going on on a new level for myself personally where I, something inside of me snapped where I just couldn't go back and not say anything. It's just like, we can't, I just can't. And sometimes it is easier to say nothing. Sometimes you, sometimes you create arguments and you don't want to, and you are not the popular person, but you can't. And I, there's something about just listening to your heart and speaking that passion that you have to do it. You know, you can't silence yourself if that's what you believe in. And that's why it's, it's just another part of who I am as a human being is I'm not just a, a coach or just a, just this guy from Vancouver or a, a volunteer or an activist. I'm all of these things, and this is just a part of who I am as a human being. And it all comes right. back to making the world a better place and, and helping each other, and everyone should want that. Absolutely. But this is a good segue for typically a, one of the reasons for this podcast is Giving a platform to, even though we're, we're young, we're young at the moment, so uh, we're <laughs> still new, but you're one of the originals that came on, so I do appreciate it. And we are going to take this thing to the top, so uh, we will come back for you and we'll- Glad we'll, to be a part of it. Yeah, we'll be getting you back yeah. on for sure. Um, the goal here is to give a platform and a voice to people who are doing great things, making an impact, making the world a better place in, in all kinds of ways. And a big part of that is, of this podcast, is I want to learn the about the human being who is this person? Now, mm. this episode is going to be a little different in how I ask this question because I feel like you and I are very similar. And the question is typically, like, how did you kind of get on this path of creating something like this? Now, I, I'm cautious of asking that question because, like myself, I think the answer is probably how can you not? You know, we had mm. to do something. We, we, we've we been put in a position where we don't have a choice anymore. We have to create change. But right. I'm still going to try to dig in a little bit to learn more about you in the sense of, like, you are clearly someone who is passionate about helping others, making the world a better place, standing up for other people. Tell us a little bit about your story. Let's rewind, rewind and go back a little bit and tell us who you are and where you came from and what you're up to and how such uh, an amazing person who is changing the world today came to be.
1: Okay. So, um, you know, just... Pretty, you know, I'm a regular guy, man. Um, I work regular nine to five, truthfully. Um, again, I've just always been someone who's been ambitious. And like I said, you know, I've had creative ability. I've drawn growing up. I used to draw a lot. Um, I'm not too much into it now. I do it with my kid. Um, also, I'm a father uh, of a four-year-old. So, you know, um, I four-year-old.
0: just- Four-year-old, that's, that's
1: a nine to five? Or a, yeah, nine, yeah, to, a nine to nine? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. That's a 24-7. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so getting on this path to create something like this, man, it you know, honestly when I get to a point every every time I reach a certain point in my life, I look back and I reflect and I'm just like everything mattered. Everything that ever happened, everything I ever experienced, whether good or bad, the highs and lows of life, I feel like everything mattered and contributed. So I wouldn't change anything. And you know, that's what's got me here, you know what I mean? That and that's what's helped me to be genuine, compassionate, you know, empathetic for people because you know, I've been on like a lot of sides of, you know, you know, different situations. You know, I know it's cliche to say, you know, I'm a real person, doesn't mean I'm perfect at all. It just means that, you know, I'm understanding, I'm aware, you know, and I try to be as genuine as possible. So, you know, this was it was just basically, you know, even though it was a different lane, a lane that I never really been in, especially developing an app, it was still the same passion and the same ambition. I just had to figure out the process and my creativity took part in that as well. So it made sense to me. You know what I mean? Especially like I said, with everything going on, I realized like was something that we could use. And I, and, I, and I felt like if there is something out there like this, why don't I know about it? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't more people in the world aware of it? You know what I mean? So it must not be that impactful yet, or it must not exist. So that's what I came up with. Just something that, like I said, it just made perfect sense to me when I, you know, when I got to that point in that thought process. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm fearless too, when it comes to a lot of things, you know, I, I you know, I'm not afraid to try things and, you um, know, a lot of people around me that know me can attest to that. They, they know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always into something or I'm always trying to develop something or do something or make sense of something. Cause you know, I can't lie dormant, you know, I can't stand still. I got to keep moving forward, you know? So that's uh that's just, that's just who I am to the core.
0: That's a great point about the always creating, always doing something, something like that, because I think that's a big piece of the puzzle of, enjoying that, doing something that we enjoy doing and enjoying that part of the process. Because if it's always just the end, I've talked about this in the past, but if it's always something we're just looking at the end result, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get there. But if you're just doing something because you truly enjoy doing it and you truly enjoy creating, it's going to turn into something because you're in it for that reason. Absolutely. With your nine to five, you mentioned that you've always been a creative person. Do you still get to express that creativity in your current job? Or is this like a, a newfound rebirth of that, you know, finding that creativity that you once had again?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, even with my nine to five, I've always had, you know, outside endeavors, outside of work, you know, things that allow me to really express my creativity, even if it's not like painting or something, you know, as always different ways that I can express my ability to just make the best of whatever it is that I'm trying to do. And I feel like that comes down to, you know, my creative ability. And even at at work, like right now I drive, I'm a sanitation engineer. I drive trucks, um, the garbage truck. And even with that, like anybody that works with me, they know I'm a lively person. They know, like, this is not just my life. You know, I'm not, like, beat down. I'm not, like, I got high energy every day. You know what I mean? Because I just, I look forward to what I have outside of this place. You know what I mean? So I think in every aspect of my life, like like I said, my energy doesn't change. I'm always on the up and up. You know what I mean? Obviously, like you said, there's days where, you know, it might be a little rough around the edges. But that doesn't stop anything, you know? That's just part of the process. When I was,
0: I don't know how old, four or five years old, my dad always reminds me of this. But he said... uh you know, as you do when you're young, you ask your kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a garbage man because I didn't have to wear a seatbelt and I could ride on the back of the truck. <laughs> a lot, you know, a lot <laughs> so of I kids
1: could, want to be garbage men. They write me notes and everything, like cards and stuff. Like they want to be like, yeah, you know, like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Uh, and I totally agree. And it's it's great that I think what's important because also with this podcast is discovering our purpose and living life with passion and living life on fire and how important that is. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't have to mean that you're doing this in your in your job and this is how you make a living necessarily, as long as you're doing that in your life. And I think Uh it's it's a great lesson for people to learn from you that you can still do the job, but you have to still implement what you are passionate about and create, you know, and and be creative if that's who you are. But I've really been on a path of learning about expression. Mm -hmm. And I really think all of us need to express. Express ourselves as as a human being. I think we need to express ourselves in certain ways. Like even when I started this podcast, I, th- I thought this is great. I have so many voices in my head. It's <sighs> even if no one's listening to talking right. to a microphone, it, it, it's very right. therapeutic for me. Absolutely, but, and it can mean anything for anyone. And I think a big problem with I've had people on here in the past where we've been talking about addictions and all these different things. And mm. one of the problems of people who might be in a hard place sometimes is not having that ability to express themselves. And I know a lot of times with If something happened to us when we were younger or with addictions, that one of the things is no one ever listened to us or we didn't have a chance to express ourselves. So Mm. whether we do that through creativity or through a podcast or through music or sports or through our work or giving back and helping people, I think we do need to be finding a way to express ourselves. And I wonder how important that is to us as a, as a human being. And I think it's, it's incredible that you've done it in the way that you have with making the world a better place at the same time.
1: Yeah, I think that's very important. It's one of the most important things ever. You have to find a way to express yourself because that's the only way I feel like that you actually get to know yourself. And, you know, just because you do certain things in your life doesn't mean that's who you are. I feel like that's just a part of your life. It might not be a part of who you are. In a sense, it is a part of who you are, whether, even if it's negative, you know, it helped you get closer to who you really want to be. So I feel like, you know, we have to find ways to express ourselves just to, you know, to be able to get to know ourselves in a more positive light, because if we're not doing that, then we're just settling for who people want us to be, where you, who your job wants you to be, and all these other different things. And that's more of a, you know, a negative light to me. So I feel like to, in order to express yourself in your own creative, unique way, it's not, it doesn't mean you have to create something that never existed. Like you said, it could be sports, it could be whatever, you know, but that's just helping you learn how to, you know, get closer to yourself. And there's nothing more important than that. Yeah. it's great advice. My next question for you is,
0: and this is something that I kind of debate with some, fr- with some friends about once in a while. And I le- actually learned this in my personal life. A lesson that I learned was I like exercising. I love like, even just for the mental health aspect, I love working out. I love going to the gym. And once upon a time in my life, a few years ago, I thought, I really like this. I should be doing this for a living. So I went and I got certified as a personal trainer. And I think I trained about two people. And I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I don't (laughs) like training people. I like going in there, not talking to anyone, (laughs) letting my aggression off. So there's this kind of conversation where we're passionate about something. We're creative. We we love doing something. But it doesn't always necessarily mean – that is what we have to be doing all the time. Sometimes it's better just as a passion project or doing something on the side, but Absolutely. some people end up turning it into a real thing. I'm curious, mm. since you've started this venture, which I'm sure is very exciting because this is a really great idea and it really is going to take you to, to higher places. Mm. Have you have you seen a new path for yourself moving forward that you're like, you know what, this has really opened up my eyes and I want to really move into this world? Or are you like, you know what, that was fun. I'm going to keep creating, keep doing you know i know you got a young one that you're mm. taking care of which is a you know three full time jobs in itself but mm. are you starting to see you know there's more here and this is kind of where i want to be headed or
1: i mean as far as uh just the whole thing of creating something or or developing like a product or a platform is what you mean
0: yeah just and even just with this specific platform of mm. uh of working in like the movement area and Mm -hmm. being, you know, activism and creating change. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I I feel like that's like, you know, that's just a part of, uh, you know, I think that's a lifestyle more than anything. I feel like that's something I have to be in tune with, you know, even if I didn't have this platform, I kind of feel like, you know, I, I, you know, my dad owns a barbershop and we, you know, there's times where he does food drives for people and stuff. And I just enjoy being a part of things like that. So either way, I want to do something that helps the community, help people, you know what I mean? It just makes you feel good. So No, even if I go, I can go to a random place where nobody knows me and feed the homeless, that's still going to help, that's going to make me feel good. So like, definitely this is something that, you know, definitely being able to connect with, you know, it's comforting being able to connect with people who already has things in place that I can learn from and just kind of, you know, find my position and how I can help with that. So that's why I'm big on like trying to connect with these organizations that already have things going on. I don't have to go hire new lawyers to help people, you know, they, are, they have this stuff already figured out. I just got to be able to contribute or, you know, or, or, or help, you know, link people to these resources. So absolutely, this is something Um, I definitely plan to, you know, elevate my activism game and um just get more familiar with what it takes to, you know, make a difference and make a change, a positive change. So definitely. And as far as like just developing products in general, that's something that I'm, I've, Found a niche in, you know. So like, even with this app, that's not the only product that I have that I'm developing. I have have I have another impact. It doesn't really have to do anything with this cause, but I have like I'm into like you know, like I said, I'm creative. But I found ways to, you know, I learned the process of like actually, you know, intellectual property and you know, patenting things and trademarking things and things like that. So you know, I've gotten into creating impactful products that I feel like can definitely just make a change, regardless of what market it is or industry it is. You know, so that's something I enjoy doing as well. So that's that's what and, I do, like, outside of work and being a father and being a fiance, you know, I, I work on just creating things and developing things, so.
0: that That's yeah. incredible. And now that you've been down that path, and it's funny because we had a brief chat before we started recording, and I asked you if you actually developed the app yourself, and if you said yes, I'm like, man, I got 10 <laughs> ideas, let's go. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, that, yeah. that part of it. But even just having you – been down the path now of creating it and going through that process, it's also uh, a platform for you to help other people who also want absolutely. to be creating these things. And absolutely, and, and I look forward to that.
1: I look forward to that. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned, which I which I feel like I'm usually the only other person that says it, so I feel like I'm not so crazy now because you said it as well, but is sometimes you'll hear, you know, if you give back and you spend time and you volunteer and you, you work with, with people who, who could use the help you know, people will say, oh, I'm too selfish to be this person or something like that. It's like, no, no, no. It's very selfish sometimes to be doing these things and giving back because it makes you feel incredible, just Mm -hmm. like you said. And I truly believe that. I think I went down the path of trying to make a lot of money and and being successful, and it didn't make me happier. But Mm -hmm. when I travel this path of making an impact and volunteering and helping make the world a better place, Mm -hmm. I feel better as as a human being. And I really think the secret to happiness and fulfillment is giving back and serving people, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. So there is a selfish aspect to it in a sense as well, and it's. Uh, I think that's a great motivator for people of like, look, it's not just like I have this thing necessarily inside of me where I, you know, I'm this person who's just here to 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 do better. It's like actually this makes me feel good as well. Right, so it's right. really important that I think that you mentioned that.
1: Yeah.
0: As we get closer to the end here, I'm gonna make sure that we get in here how we can find you and all that good stuff. But before we do that, I have one last question, which is for anyone who may be at a point in their life where they hit the fork in the road and they want to find out what they're passionate about or find their purpose or create something incredible or express themselves, but they're not there yet. And they might be feeling stuck. What is your advice for this person?
1: (sighs) Oh man. Uh, my advice would be to trust the process, right? Every day, you know, like you said, you might like, you know, trust the process of your, you know, how your day goes. Work, working out, you know, walking outside getting some fresh air. You know, speak things out loud, like you say, even if no one is there to hear you. Speak things aloud. Trust that, you know, the universe will communicate back with you in a way. You know what I mean? So, just continue to focus your energy on what you want and manifest what you want because that energy is real. So, you know, that's the best advice I can get to give to a person because I feel like, like I said earlier on, knowledge of self. That's that'll lead you into whatever direction you're supposed to be on. You know what I mean? When you get to know yourself, uh rather than following the path, you should just follow yourself and then, you know, I feel like the you know, you'll you'll definitely end up on the right path that you're supposed to be on, inevitably. Absolutely. And I caught traces
0: of that through our conversation, even at the start when you were saying, you know, everything that's led me up to this point has served a purpose and we learn from all of our experiences. I totally agree with that. I I, I have no regrets for even the the harder times in my life, which are what are responsible for who I am today and how I become the person I am. Cause I always wasn't this person. I've been down the, the wrong path and I very easily could have continued down that path, but something happened and something guided me. This isn't me doing this work and Absolutely. whatever that thing might be. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in trusting the process as well. And mm. we, there is something that is here that, is pushing us in a direction that, that we want to go. And I think if we're living through resistance all the time, we need to listen to that because once you get in line with what you should be doing, I find it's almost effortless. So that's incredible advice for someone for sure. So let us know how we can, we're in Canada here, but there will be listeners from around the world. So let us know, and when you are bringing this to Canada, please let me know if there's anything I can do to help and at least to, to get awareness for it and everything we can do. But mm. tell us how we can find the app, learn more about it, and connect with you personally if you want to give us that information
1: and everything you're up to. Okay. So on um on the App Store, you can just search us, the Bear Witness app. We actually start to pop up now, I guess, because so many you know subscribers are starting to uh, just look us up. Um, on Instagram, we are the Bear Witness app. Every handle across social media is the Bear Witness app, uh Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. We're getting used to using these social tools more. We're not so used to it in a business aspect, but uh we're definitely getting uh trying to get it together. Our website is barewitnessapp.com, but you can go there and learn a lot about us. You'll see all the buttons to lead you to our social media sites and just read up about what we're doing and you know, I encourage everybody to definitely tap in. What is the best way that you know how? Whatever you know, platform that you use, just to stay connected and stay updated. We don't plan on no going nowhere. We're definitely going to try to push this thing all the way to the top. So, yeah, nice. And this thing can change the world, but it's going
0: to take us together to be in the communities together when people are using this app. So, Absolutely. if we want to really give this thing the full potential that it has, we do need to get involved and do our part. Which you've made it as simple as simply getting on the platform and, and just signing up and getting involved. So absolutely.
1: Also it's free of charge. Just to let everybody know it's free of
0: charge, free of charge. Yeah. Yeah. So no excuses, let's do our part. And you know, you, we don't know when you might be the person on the, on, on that street when someone rings in and maybe it never happens and hopefully it doesn't, but if it does, you know, it's that easy and you've made it that easy. And I just want to say thank you for being the person you are and for stepping up to the plate to create this because it is very easy to be the person on the sidelines and, and demand more from others. But to take that responsibility is, it just shows that you are another, another type of person for taking that responsibility on. So I just want to say thank you for that on behalf of the world to make the world a better place. Appreciate and, you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. On that note, man, we will have you back on because this thing's going to grow and I want to be involved when I see this at the top. Can't wait. So. <laughs> Can't wait,
1: man. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Chosen Ones. If you did, if you could leave me a five-star review, it would mean the world to me. I know life is busy, so I truly appreciate you taking the time. Please also feel free to subscribe and share. You can learn more about me at mastersoflifesociety.com where you can also find The Chosen Ones book and podcast, as well as on my YouTube channel, Masters of Life Society, where you can find the videos of these episodes as well as my social media shorts. And you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Joseph Richard Powell. Thank you so much for your support. I love y'all.